T2D podcast presented by Digital Bounds. So I'm here today, name's Leon Hitchens on Twitter. With me is the lovely Katie Weatherly, the girlfriend. Hi. Okay, so she's with me today and we're going to be doing a little different, not talking about a few topics with our normal co-host Ramon. He's doing his New Year's thing. But uh, we're going to talk about... not cool enough to be here today. (laughs) We're not going to talk about... um, or we're, we're not going to do what we normally do. So we're going to talk about CES. So CES, or what it used to be known as, the Consumer Electronics Show. It's your biggest tech event of the year. Uh, the epitome of tech, everybody gathers together, and you kind of have your uh, your companies present what's going to happen for their company for that year. We show all the cool new tech gadgets. Yeah, so everything that they're going to release for the whole year is going to come out or be, be announced for the yeah. most part. So, so what was one of the big things they announced last year? Oh, man, I don't even remember last year. Last year, one of them was the 3D TVs. Well, that was the previous year. So the previous year... Yeah, that's what I said last year. So no, last year was 4K. So you had your 4K push. 3D was like two years ago. Okay. So you had your 3D push, and that was like your big thing. And then last year, which an article is going to be dropped tomorrow morning. Well, actually... Once you're listening to this, the article's ready out. You're going to see, like, wearables, drones, VR headsets, more 4K TVs, and more 4K content. Last year, right? This year. This year. And last year, you kind of saw, like, the beginnings of it. Okay. So now everything's more developed and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Everything's more developed, more brought together and kind of, uh, I would say, refined and something that the consumers will be able to buy. So you'll be able to buy a 4K TV instead of buying it for, like, two grand. You'll be able to buy it for maybe, like, $800. Who are some of the people you're going to see Okay, so at CES? Okay, so my, my agenda, I'll do, I fly in f- Monday morning. I go to CES Unveiled, which is kind of like a, a big party for all the companies. You have your, like, your Huawei party, Samsung's doing something, and, of course, all your little startups are trying to grab your attention, so they're going to kind of be hosting little things. So that's the first day. Your second day, which is actually kind of the more important day, I believe, is uh, January 5th, and that's your press day. That's where I get to have all my fun and sit in events and kind of see Samsung. Technically, that's the second day. Because you go out on Monday. Well, yeah, but the first day technically is the 6th. So the 5th is kind of like the first press day. The first day I fly in is just kind of a, a precursor to everything that's oh, going to happen. the pre-party. Yes, the pre-party. I like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the 5th is press day. I have like Samsung, Huawei, uh casio which does your your dumb watches but now they're becoming smarter watches your sony press conference and then like later on you have an honor party which is possibly huawei's new uh, phone we might see something cool there and i've never even heard of them okay so Hua- what are they again? huawei let's talk about them real quick uh, actually i actually have a friend that works there so i kind of like am pushing to go there because i want to <laughs> talk to him and stuff and and see if i can get I've, something i've never heard of the brand before so it's a chinese company and and they're I believe they're a Chinese company. I'm almost positive either China, Chinese or like Tai Taiwan company, but they're kind of like new to the U.S. market. So they uh, make some really cool phones that are actually kind of cheap. They make um, 
the Honor phones and stuff, and they're not that expensive, but they're really good Android phones. You make Android phones? Yes. So that's well, that's what most of these companies are doing. Like, if you're not Apple, you're you're making an Android phone more or less, unless you're Samsung, you make like a, your own software and try yeah. to do it. But for the most part, everybody else is making their own phones, hardware, and then they're installing Google's Android onto it. Are you going to try to review one of the phones? Well, of course. I'm going to try to get the honor. Well, of course, I'll try to get every phone, but I'll also be there with hands-on. Uh-huh. So, What are you going to test out there? So when when I do my press conference, they talk about it. They announce like a new phone, LG. Let's talk about LG. LG is going to – well, actually, Huawei. Huawei is going to announce a new phone. Okay. They're going to give you all these pictures. Sure? Do you know that they're going to announce gonna, a new phone? They're going to announce a new phone. And and oh, all the leaks point to a new phone. And normally the leaks are like, just you know what's coming. And we know what's coming. So you'll, you'll see all that. And then I'll, after the press conference, I'll be able to jump over to like their, their booth or their room or, or whatever they're at to see the phones and actually take pictures, videos, and touch it and kind of get a play around with it. Then come I, once I fly back, I'll be able to get the phone in the mail and actually have a full week. A full or, on review. Yes, so full on review. So I'll have a hands on and then I'll have a review. So it's kind of like a behind the scenes if you think about it. So you get to see the phone kind of behind the scenes, kind of what it's supposed to be and what it's going to look like. So you kind of have like that. Okay, this looks cool. If I really want to buy this phone and be the first person to say I have it, cool. But most people are going to go, you know what, I'm going to wait a week or two and then try to, well, I'm going to wait a, a month or two and then let or these. actually come out yes, and these, then try to. These tech companies actually review everything and And, and then go. decide whether or not mm-hmm. and more it's often a piece than of not, crap or not. <laughs> more often than not, these phones are garbage fires because they have their, your Google Android. Do most of them actually like look good? Yeah, they look really good. If you go look at these phones, some of them look like beautiful phones. But at the same time, they're kind of cheapy and, and lower-end phones. But it's gotten to the point where uh, lower-end phones operating the same as, like, an iPhone 6 almost. The only thing that really differentiates these phones is the software and the camera. That's the big problem that everybody has is camera. On your Android phones, the camera's been a really big problem. Samsung's kind of brought that out of the area, but it's, like, a still a larger problem for a lot of phones. Yeah. This is all new to me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's probably new to some people that listen. They're like, oh, okay. It's different. A lot of this stuff that I'm just like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. If so, it looks good, I'm going to try it out kind of thing. So so if you're listening, Katie, she's here. She's filming me. She's reading my, my reviews. and I'm the behind-the-scenes girl. Yes. She, she's doing everything like watching me read emails and kind of responding to people. And she sees all this like exclusive content that I run the digital bound Snapchat. I don't even most know. Most of the time, maybe. I do. Actually, she's the full on writer. I don't do anything. I'm just the face for it. Yep. <laughs> I do everything. <laughs> so you have all these phones, and I mean all these companies releasing phones, TVs. So what? If, what else is at CES? Not just the phones, not just the TVs and the smartwatches. What are some of the lesser known? Cars, so your, your car companies are there. Every car company is there. Ford's going to be there, Kia Motors. Do they, like, what, why? So this, <laughs> so The Verge, uh-huh. they, their, their staff always contends that CES is a, like a consumer tech conference for the cars. And that's the best way for these companies to get, like, tech coverage. So you have your in-dash setups. You have your, uh, 
your your Apple like your iCar, your mm-hmm. your Android Auto. Oh, the... So all that stuff for your in dash entertainment, your infotainment. So like Google's self driving car be there? Well, on the Google self driving car, supposedly rumored that uh, Google and Ford are teaming up to build the car. So Ford's gonna be the company manufacturing the car. Yeah. Because there was like a press release that kind of leaked that said Ford's like gonna revolutionize the way that they did back in the early like 1900s when they released the uh, the first like conveyor line. What is it called? <laughs> uh, like pre-manufactured car, like made it cheap. So now they're gonna try to do that with self-driving cars, manufacturing the mass quantities. So where Google can be able to say like, hey, look, Ford has this great vehicle history and they'll be able to produce these and they're also making self-driving cars that'll be neat so they, they're going to partner of course google's going to be all the technology the self-driving car part but ford's going to be making them so they might no longer have you seen them no they, i don't even know what they look, they look like. like little tight cars oh yes 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 yes. i have seen them you have shown me pictures mm-hmm. of them because they're cause like little mini smart cars <laughs> yes but they look they don't have steering wheels in there or anything so yeah, you kind of sit like, in there and you're like it's like kind of scary because you have it's so small something hits you yeah you're you're gone yeah but of course these cars are really smart they're able and to you're supposed to not be hit in them <laughs> yeah and there's been like nine to twelve accidents where of course the car behind them just kind of scoots forward and bumps into them and it's minor damage and everything but at the same time it's like if someone does like inadvertently run a red light or something and the car just cannot do anything you're gonna get t-boned or something and and then Ford comes in and says, oh, no, look, this is our car, safer and everything. That'll be interesting. Just a lot of cars are so much like computer on wheels nowadays. I can see why they're going to be at the show to begin with. And they've always been at the show for, for years and years. But it's kind of been like a, a, a back thing because not a lot of tech sites focused on that. They were focusing on co- consumer electronics. Yeah. And CES kind of pivoted. 10, 15 years ago where they went from consumer electronics the consumer electronics show to CES and now they're showing everything from like cars to like business grade enterprise stuff so it's a huge conference just think about every company in the technology world well I know like you're excited to go test out the drone well yeah so so, (laughs) there's several aren't you testing out more than one yes I have like three drone companies lined up well, of course i'm gonna go see dj dj dji the first day that unveiled and see what they have coming and i'll be able to see that but there's also that uh indiegogo campaign where it's a mini drone i was telling you about that yeah earlier. the mini one it has it's not as small as the little toy one i got you right no it's actually a little larger but it's actually uh, cleared by the F- the faa so it's not big enough for them to actually be registered with the federal government so it's so still really, fairly yeah. small, and it's fairly light. Is GoPro going to be there for their drum? So GoPro's there, but they haven't released they anything, haven't or they haven't announced anything. or sent It's just rumored. Yes, right. but we don't know if it'll be announced here. So a lot of these companies that are a little larger, like Samsung and stuff, they'll hold like events outside of CES come March, come like January, or come February and stuff for separate devices, so they get all the press coverage. Because right now, all these companies who are here at CES, they're contending for press coverage. So they'll announce their TVs. They're, they're smaller and stuff. So LG, of course. Oh, okay. So LG, 
they uh, they announced a, a smart hub. So you, we have the Wink Hub. Mm-hmm. They announced a smart hub for their their ecosystem of smart things. And this is like three, four days before CES. So they're trying to get ahead of all the tech coverage and say, hey, look, guys, we have this. But we're going to announce a bunch of other stuff that tie-ins with this. So it's kind of like, okay, I write about this now. I kind of have to write about this stuff later on because I want to be able to tie in all this coverage. I announced it. Yeah. Okay. So Good marketing. It, it, well, it, this whole thing this is whole just thing marketing. This whole thing is marketing, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a very trade show and and it's only the tech people in there and increasingly it's becoming larger and larger because everyone's working in the tech sector no okay no <laughs> so it, it's becoming a larger and larger show every year i don't know i'm trying to picture this but the only kind of show i've been to is a home and garden show and i highly doubt it's different than that okay so picture that <laughs> home and garden but multiply that by like 20 well, yeah, if you're going to be on the Vegas Strip. Yeah, so there's like every hotel, every, the convention center, every hotel there is hosting some sort of tech event. There's like... How are you going to get from point A to point B? I have not actually planned that out. So I've kind of just... You're going to walk five <sighs> miles. You're going to come home and be like 20 pounds skinnier. So it, it's not really five pounds. The Strip's pretty small. I, yeah. So from like the south end of the strip all the way to the north end of the strip of course that's like a five mile trek but I don't have to do that every day like tech west and, and like central hall isn't that far away I can always grab an uber and then of course I was talking about the monorail that's there so there's some 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 of that of course mm-hmm. I'm gonna walk <laughs> if it's not scorching hot or freezing cold well I highly doubt it's gonna be scorching hot you never know. I mean, it is Las Vegas, but we're, they don't have their own little heat bubble in yes. the rest of our winter. <laughs> so, it's probably going to be cold, and I'll be able to walk most places, and I'll be fine with that. But I'm just going to kind of wing it. Uber, Lyft, if I'm really, like, really behind. Mm-hmm. Because they're, and, and that's the other thing. I don't know if Uber and Lyft operate in Las Vegas. Well... I guess that's something that you have to check up I kind, on. I kind of did, but it's like a, oh, they're allowed in the airport now. Oh, they're going to be allowed in the airport. And I'm like, oh, man, I don't know if they are or if they aren't. So when I land, I'll find out who's there. You can rent a bike. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, <'cause>, Good check. <laughs> yeah, no. So on top of that, well, on top of the traveling, I'm going to have to, like, condense my bag and make sure it's really small because this year they have their their bag security you can only bring two bags on and small backpacks That's they prefer the, that clearer mesh yeah I but i'm not in like earlier. i'm not in like third grade so i'm gonna do my normal backpack. you sure i have my pink mesh backpack you can borrow this time perfect but <laughs> i also don't want to walk around the strip with like a mesh backpack not so er- everybody can one. see what's in it yeah that's a good point especially if you're taking my laptop yes laptops and Phones and, and cameras, cameras and mics and yeah, so there, there's a few hundred dollars in there, thousand dollars. Well, they're also upping their security. Yeah, they're gonna have armed guards and of course, uh, body searches and uh, bag searches when I enter the event. So it's 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 being very secure for our safety and also for the safety of like all the exhibitors well, and everything. Yeah, with all the events going on. The recent on. events. 
in the world it is kind of better that they're it is safe than sorry but it is kind of like a I feel a little excessive but at the same time I can see why better safe than sorry yeah (laughs) so if we jump back to no jump forward to the baby tech that you're talking about okay since we have our little one now yes I'm excited for you to tell me all about the new things that so I don't know I'm kind of split between the baby tech so there's the baby tech where you have like smart sensors that go on their body that read their temperature that read if they're breathing those are cool yes but at the same time it's like it's hovering I feel like sometimes well they're it's new technology they're not yeah but it's like like the smart patch I can understand that for keeping the temperature but there's also like patches for like that go in the cribs and stuff on the mattresses. The you angel see, care monitor is what they have on the market right now. And it's like that. It's the pad that goes under their crib. It might be the same company then. I, I don't literally, I've in the past like four days, I've had like 218 emails. Oh yes, I know. <laughs> so I just kind of read, delete, read, delete, read, delete, read, delete. Maybe sometimes reply if it's interesting and they weren't a crappy PR person. But... What constitutes a crappy PR person? Uh, emailing me four times in a row and saying, hey, I'm just trying to follow up. Hey, just trying to follow up. Hey, I know this is like last follow up, but I just wanted to see if you could come visit me. No, I'm not going to visit you to get some weird massage. That was one of them, the massage. Well, if you're one. walking like five miles, maybe you are going to want that massage. Maybe, but after four emails, I think they should give up. Maybe you'll get four massages then. Maybe. Out of it. I wish. No, I don't want to go to that one because it was, I didn't even know what the product was. They didn't inform me what it was. They didn't give me a press Oh, is that the one with the jacket? No, the Scott Vest jacket, which... So that was the first people that ever emailed me. So I was like, okay, I'm going to give them an opportunity because it's interesting because bags are so bulky and a lot of places don't allow it these days. So I was like, I'm going to go get this jacket. And I don't know if this jacket's under embargo, actually. No, no, because it's it's on sale. It's not under embargo. I was like, oh, darn. Because it... (laughs) kind of neat yeah so so the jacket uh you can put your laptop in there you can put your tablet you can have your um your phone and something else and it's all in your jacket and it doesn't require a bag which is kind of nice especially if you're going say somewhere like cvs they can just search you super bulky well that's the thing they that's why i wanted to kind of look at it and see how bulky it was if it's a normal jacket that's like a windbreaker with a little padding a laptop in there it's going to be kind of be awkward. awkward. It's You're gonna, gonna be walk swimming. around with a little square coming out of your side. Yeah, but now if they kind of designed it right, I could see it kind of working. But think about it, like a MacBook, like just a MacBook, not a MacBook Air, a MacBook. Uh huh. They're really small. They're really light. I could see that totally going in there. Now a MacBook Air is still a little heavy. It still doesn't change. As soon as you put it in, though, it's not. You're not like magically making the laptop to conform to your body shape like it's gonna stick out well yeah but if, if you put it in the right spot like if you put it on your chest or something uh yeah like if it like slides cover. in or something into your back and then like you can just like pull it up or something i don't know i'm gonna try it out and see if it is something good and what this guy like thought process was and everything but at the same time like I feel like that's going to cause more problems when you go through security, too. Because they're going to be like, why do you have 30 pockets? Why do you have a laptop in your pocket? What else do you got in there? I know. So. I imagine emptying them all out. Yeah, it's almost a trench coat, but not quite. 
has a trench coat. You can fit everything. That's what I'm picturing. The guy who like opens it up and just like watches all on the inside. Yes. But instead, yes. you have your wallet and your laptop, or in your case, your four laptops. Man, some guy in New York's probably like walking around. You want to buy a laptop, dude? <laughs> <laughs> so, that's that's really cool, of course. And I'm gonna meet the mini drone parrot. I'm gonna meet the Bebop drone guys, and then there's another Chinese company that I was gonna meet, but I actually don't remember their names. Hold on, let me pull up my calendar that has your 15 events in it. So if you go, Ericsson, Netgear, of course, okay, Aftershocks. That's gonna be a headphone company. That's kind of cool. Headphones like Beats? No, like headphones like bone conducting headphones. What does that mean? So, how you, like how hearing aids work. They use your bone, mm-hmm. and then they like vibrate it so you hear noise. Whoa! So they kind of like headphones, like you plug into your phone and listen to music too. Yeah, music, but audio, but it's bone conducting. Is it gonna so, be like Bluetooth? Yes. Or do you have to like plug it into your phone? I believe the one that I requested was a Bluetooth version. So we'll see it. I gotta try it out, test it out, and everything, and get to review it and stuff. So that'd be super interesting. Because devices like Google Glass use bone conducting uh, audio. Because otherwise, you gotta have something in your ear. Does that mean it's like sound canceling? You know, I've the only I've only used bone conducting like once, and I don't remember. I don't believe it's sound canceling because, in the sense, it's like uh, kind of having a speakerphone on that sounds perfectly clear. But you can hear everything around you still, because it's, it's not, it's not plugging your ear canal. Yeah. It's it's going right above your ears and everything, and then doing it. That'd be neat. So that stuff's cool because. And they're not like bulky. Like, well, I don't understand people who wear Beats, and they're like ginormous, like. Well, it's kind of a new style. Small heads on the side of your head. It, that's great <laughs> for if you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you're audiophile. All they care about is audio. Of course, Beats is the shittiest company to get your audio headphones from. But a lot of those like Sennheiser and like Audio Technica headphones that are high quality, professional grade ones that they use in the studios, those are the ones that are around your ear because in ear ones are not as capable as the over the ear. That's the reason why a lot of people started doing them because they were like, "Oh, I love audio. I want to be able to hear all the all the music, all the beats and stuff." because they have more capabilities with the beat and the bass and your volumes and your pitches and stuff. So that kind of came about that way. But now it's kind of like a, a design choice and a fashion choice over anything. But it, they look stupid on some people, so. So those after you go to the Aftershocks, you're doing an electric scooter? Yes, so I go... I'm picturing an old man kind of electric scooter. <laughs> no, it's more of like a, a Razor scooter. Okay. So, like, you, those scooters... So, like, back in, like, third grade. Yeah, you kind of have those schools. So you, you'll have that, and, and it's just... I don't know. It's an electric scooter, and they kind of make mopeds, too, so I kind of want to check that out. I'm not too, like, thrilled about it at the moment, because... Well, why when you're gonna go test out a drone and then you're gonna go ride an electric scooter? It sounds like all I'm doing <laughs> is just like playing. playing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's all I do. But the scooter is more of like a like 
What makes it special? Because I've seen all these hoverboards and all these like... So you want to see how they can compete in the market. Yes, especially because you have the like boosted boards, which I really love the boosted boards. So the boosted boards are long boards, like loaded tank oh, yeah, boards yeah, the ones that... that have a motorized and uh, a motor dr- a drivetrain for your boosted for your long board. They're really great boards and stuff, but they also cost like fifteen hundred. So these boards are a which grand. is also like the price of a drone. Well, your drone you can get it for about five six hundred dollars actually now. Yeah, more reasonable. Yeah, they're they're coming down because more consumers are buying them. So they're coming down in price because DJI, which is a, they're a Chinese company. They're they're producing more drones and they're making newer, higher end drones, and they're also making drones for like agriculture and uh, disaster relief and uh, like border patrol. So they're using which makes these sense. Drones. I mean, those are, and that's always been the argument for everybody with drones. They're always like, well, drones are really great. This consumer push is actually expanding like the enterprise solutions, which is like, you can use these drones for flood relief. When they're flooding, flying a helicopter in the air costs them thousands of dollars. A drone might cost you $1,000 when you can do it 10, yeah. 20 times. Well, helicopters are also there to rescue the people. You can't expect a yes. person to hang onto a drone and fly out of the water. Not yet. So some drones are actually getting larger, like the Amazon. The Amazon ones that deliver the boxes. Yes, those are large-scale drones that can fly 55 miles an hour, but they're also like quasi-flying like drones that are more like airplanes mixed with helicopters. But they're still drones because they're autonomous and no one's actually flying them. Mm-hmm. So you get all these regulations from the government. So back to when you mentioned Casio. Okay, so I just want to kind of go see see them for their Casio Casio. It's like um, their watches. Their watches, but they're they're old old school watches normally. They're still digital because they do have digital interfaces, but they don't always hook up to your phone. Don't you have one? I have one somewhere. Of course, they go in like my box with like Fitbit watches. Yeah, you have like four different watches in the drawer. Yeah, so I have like my my Fitbits and like Jawbones (laughs) from. From wearables, wearables past <laughs> that I, I wear them a few times and I go okay whatever. The only watch that I really ever hooked onto was the Pebble watches. Yes, but you just got your new the new Pebble, Pebble time. time. Those are amazing watches. They, they were quirky and kind of giving me like a geek cred. So I want to go see Casio. Pebble's not going to be at CES. I'm not actually sure. I don't believe so because they're they're a Kickstarter. They don't need to go present their stuff normally. They're like, I wouldn't say a well-established company, but they don't have anything new to release. Oh, since they just released their yeah, so watches. Pebble Time was Two released ago. well actually a year ago. Has it been that long? Yeah, because I went to their launch party at South by Southwest. That's right, and you wrote your awesome article. Yes, that Pebble Jamma 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 Pan. Jam. Jam. Yes. So I wrote about that, and I wrote about how they were going to allow interface uh, third-party bands to like have heart rate sensors and all this, and then they were also going to invest in key like Kickstarters that were doing that stuff. So I kind of broke that news. Um, Eric, the CEO, kind of like let it slip, and then I wrote about that and everything. And Eric, of course, like plugged me and did all that. So that was really cool to meet him, see the Pebble Time before anybody else. Get some cool pictures and do all that. 
and they'll probably be at South by Southwest again again this year or 2016 not quite this year <laughs> so that would be always cool I love meeting those guys they're, they're super like they're like a bunch of like kids playing all the time it's so they fit cool. right in your circle yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay so back to the Casio watch what makes them so, so special so they're they're like the first smart watches they did the first like dental, digital interfaces while they didn't hook up to your smartphone they were still smart watches because they were digital Mm-hmm. So I kind of want to see how they progressed to kind of stay relevant. If if they're going to offer an Android watch, maybe a like custom watch that hooks up to your phone, shows you notifications. Because they do have one watch that shows you notifications, but it's more of like a light. Mm-hmm. So I want to see what they're going to do this year. Oh, was that like that ring that you showed me? What's yeah. that smart ring So thing? the smart ring, I don't remember the company. I'm, I'm terrible with nouns and names and shitty brands and stuff it was just like this giant ring that lit up when yes. you notification right so the wearable rings have kind of like exploded out of nowhere you're still gonna go to that i don't or i don't stop by the booth i'll stop by the booth if i if i have time yeah if you're in the area yeah and if i'm in the area and if if i do because really in all honesty i'm gonna like have to skip some areas because it's such a huge event and i have such limited time so if I swing by, I might like take a few pictures and try it on and see what it is. But really, can you bring one home? We'll see. We'll see. We'll let you write a review. <laughs> but uh, they're just kind of simplified, like smartwatches almost. All they do is show like a notification light, and then they give you like a a green for text, blue for something else, green, uh, red for this. So it's kind of like an archaic way of showing notifications. I think I would wear that over. Like, I wore your pebble yesterday, and I don't know. I, I wear rings more than I wear bracelets. It's good to get in the market for women, is the wearable rings. I, I wouldn't even say, I, I guess that is a women's market, maybe. But, like, smartwatches now, a lot of these companies realize that not everyone has the same size wrist. And they're, like, offering, like, the, the like, watches in, like, different size uh, watch faces and different size bands and interchanging bands right well most of these watches of course offer interchanging bands but the bands come in smaller sizes now so like the pebble time round they come in like a larger one and a smaller size of course a guy can wear a smaller size his wrist is smaller but a lot of times it's geared towards women and i would say the pebble time round is geared towards women like for certain colors yeah, it is a nice watch. Mm-hmm. I do like that one. But for $249, I'm kind of like, eh. It is cheaper, of course, than like the Apple Watch. Because like, the Apple Watch that I would like is like not the basic fit fitness tier. The first one, it's the one above that has a sapphire and everything. Of course, but it's an Apple product, and they're always, they're always super a, expensive. I would say super expensive, but they're always a little premium. But the Apple Watch... It hasn't found a... Does Apple go to CES? No. Apple never goes to CES. They hold their own event. WWDC. Yes, WWDC. And for March, April, May. For their Worldwide Developer Conference, of course. They announce all their cool stuff. And then, of course, they have two other events. One in September for their iPhones. And normally one in October for their, like, their Macs and their other stuff. So, they're one of those companies that just skip CES. That's because they already have all that press. Mm-hmm. But Samsung does the same thing. Samsung goes to this event, announces their TVs, the smart products, but they don't announce their phones normally. They're 
either uh, premier like key phones like your galaxy s6 they didn't announce that at ces they normally hold an, an event outside the normal news cycle yeah. so those are like they're well established yeah companies so the s- startups now there's like a few ways to do it of course go to ces now you try to get attention and hope these tech press pick you up and boost you up and you can uh, release something cool the other way that is very dramatic like best way now is like your kickstarter your indiegogos so that parrot the mini drone mm-hmm. that i'm talking about that was an indiegogo campaign and now they're going to see us kind of show it off and that's kind of how they're Which, doing it is that the one they talked about with the vr headset that you can control no, so the VR headset, I, I, I can't name the drone that it's going to work with, that is under embargo, but uh, you can control certain drones with the VR headset, that's kind of cool, because it's an immersive process that I think would be really cool, and it also combines two things that I said that would be a, a key factor in CES 2016, VR and drones, but they have some cool partnerships that I'm like super excited for, and I'm like, ooh, okay, companies that they're working with aren't just like these small companies and i think it's embargoed till the third or the fourth so i can't say the names no sorry i know i prompt you and i know you set me up you set me up for that but there there's that there's all that uh food of course i'll grunge up mcdonald's here and there but a lot of these 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 events give us like offer us food to smooth and stuff good we'll save money on the super expensive trip mm-hmm. so I'll, I'll eat a little of their smoothie food to save me till i go and eat like a real meal later on at of a party McDonald's. Mm-hmm. at mcdonald's that's a real meal yes mcdonald's meal of champions and, and where are you staying so you can let everyone know so i'm staying at airbnb i didn't stay in like a traditional hotel because one they're ridiculously overpriced there for a decent place and i also wanted to go something that was more non-traditional no this is kofor he really wanted to try airbnb yeah and this was his opportunity yes and i wanted to try because south by southwest of course it's really close to us and i normally just drive back and forth but airbnb in austin texas during south by uh prices are like three thousand percent more like a place that's normally like $70 a night goes up to like $500 a night and you're just like oh and it's like a one bedroom like no bathroom like who, no internet who doesn't have a bathroom you'd be surprised <laughs> this, this is the, the stuff that they do they're like nope no bathroom you have a porta potty out back so crazy. they're like these places are just like crap holes maybe we'll move to Austin just for that <laughs> we'll make all of our money right then and there yeah but Austin's kind of crazy with Airbnb. They have like certain ordinances and stuff, and it's like hotel tax. They're 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 the ones that are kind of Austin. You think they're they're this liberal central of like technology and music and everything because of South by it and everything. Yeah. But they don't always like correspond with their legislation. So like Uber and Lyft have had super big problems competing in uh, Austin because of bans against ride sharing and all this and airbnb have had uh, huge problems because not only there's been articles written about like austin places just set up for sixth street and partying but also because 
they, they say that these people come in and they just destroy the houses. There's also been reports of Airbnb. One guy died in an Airbnb once. That was like a one-off story. But of course, there's also another story of somebody getting like a mansion, an Airbnb mansion, and shooting like a gay porn there. Oh, yeah. And that, and you, that, you that, was, that, that was kind of like crazy because you're like, you know, I would have never thought of that. But it makes sense. You rent it out for like a day or two. You don't know what they're doing there. That's traumatizing to find out that that happened in your home. Just any sort of porn. You're just like, oh, man, they were on that couch. Oh, man. Just throw it all away. <laughs> Steam clean it all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, but so there's so much going on and it's super exciting. And it's like, what, three days for me? So today is what? Thursday going to Friday. And, and Saturday, Saturday, Sunday. Sunday. Well, Saturday, Friday. I got to do some more planning and, of course, do some work and stuff. And then Sunday, it's just kind of packing last-minute arrangements and going and buying those little things that I've forgotten about and then um, trying to leave them here and hope they survive and I don't come home to a trash department. And then... Because I would have rented it out to Airbnb. <laughs> That's my plan. <laughs> I hope I get the money still. I'll come back and I'll, I expect the money in cash. No, it'd be mine. You're gone playing with drones and riding on scooters. I'm going to be here. I get the money. You're going to get a call. They're going to be like, uh, Leon died in a scooter accident. A drone flew in front of him and the scooter blew up. And I'm going to be like, <laughs> are you here? Tell me I get my life insurance check. <laughs> you guys heard that. This is all the evidence you need. Don't give it to her. <laughs> so, oh, I wouldn't have caused your death, so I still get it. We'll still stay now, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have anything to say to that. So, it, it's coming up. Um, of course, we'll have all our coverage there. We'll be on Snapchat, your Facebook, your Instagram, your Twitter, your... Uh, I think that's everything. I think you covered it. I think so. So, I'll be there. I have everything super cool. If you're in Las Vegas during that week... Uh, you can uh, tweet me at Leon Hitchens or Digital Bounds. I'm Snapchat Digital Bounds again. And we'd love to hear from you guys. Leave a five-star review if you love the podcast. And if you don't love the podcast, um, go somewhere else. You can still leave a five-star review if you don't like it. Yeah, it makes me happy at least. So leave that five-star review. And as the comment or the review, tell us what you think CS is going to bring. and Or what you hope it brings. I can hope for world peace, but it's not going to bring that. Well, it's not tech-related. Maybe it is. Why would that... Maybe the drones will take over the world, and we'll have Skynet, and then there will be no more war because of the drones. Because why? They'll shoot you as soon as you come out of your apartment. Yeah, if you're doing something <laughs> stupid. <laughs> so, we'll do that. It's time to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> it's already late. So... We'll be there. We'll be covering everything on Snapchat. We'll be doing live blog, uh, blogs, live blogging from the event and taking super cool pictures and super cool things. And we'll have a uh, podcast after the event with Katie again, asking me all her questions of the pictures she saw and everything that I talked about and reviewed and kind I of get a hands on. This. Mm -hmm. So this is, this is a two-part series. I didn't tell her because I didn't know <laughs> if I could hook her into both of them. So... She'll be able to ask us. Let's which... get Ramon on this. Since he doesn't know about it either, we'll just bring 
Well, remote, surprise podcast remote, party. Ramones flying places, so it's like a I need people, and you're the you're my last we'll resort. Skype him. I could Skype him. So <laughs> we'll do that, and you'll be able to ask like what everyone else is probably asking, like how was that drone? Is it worth buying? Is it something I would love, or my kid would love, or somebody else would love? Is it something that's going to become the future? Is this and that? And I think that's it for this podcast. I think so, too. Okay, cool. I'll see you guys next week, and I hope the drone doesn't kill you.